I don't know. Welcome back, guys. It is another round of the Little Bit Strange podcast. Today we have a really special episode. We have our first female solo guest on here, a longtime friend of mine. She's been uh, one of my idols in the bar business for sure. Um, probably the third or fourth, like, B group of people I know. You're not quite an A group, girl. Sorry. Um, it is my friend, <laughs> Little Miss Gabby Duhon. Gabby, say hello to the people. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> okay, so um, like I'm gonna get a response. <laughs> yeah, you, they can't hear you right now. It's okay, but um, <laughs> so I met you years ago at a bar, and we're gonna get into all those fun stories later. Um, right now, I just was. How are you doing? Like, how you been? I can't complain. Right, living the hill country life over in New Braunfels. Right now, how did you make it to New Braunfels from? Because I know you, like, you're Louisiana born and bred. Yeah. 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 Like... I got over here. I used to vacate here all the time. And so when I left Katie and I moved back to Louisiana, I was there for, like, two months and realized I still hated it. And so I moved to where I vacayed. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so now you're also a awesome mom, I have to admit. Like, I see some of your Aww. Instagram photos, and it's like, dude, that little girl is living the high life. <laughs> she gets to go to like all these mud rallies. Like that's what you do now, right? You you work for a uh, yeah. customization shop. Yeah. Um. So I just kind of really like started boosting my new business. Um. I'm shooting powder coat, Cerakote, and doing you know some big sandblasting jobs and things like that. And it's all kind of circled around um customized trucks, UTVs, ATVs. Okay. For you people that don't SEMA. speak redneck, that means that she puts shiny, pretty stuff on really expensive toys. <laughs> exactly let's pretty let's be real that's just pretty much what the fuck it is yeah. i mean there's yep. there's no doubt on that so now um now do you guys get to go to like these these mud i've always called them mud rallies or mud holes like yeah just different mud events um i mean there's mud parks all over the state and even over into louisiana that we go to okay now like you just go to the park when you've got a new project out or something there's no like competitions um, or anything like that they do. They have bounty holes and stuff like that. So you can take like a, like I've got a, a four seater razor that, I mean, it's, it's bulletproof. There's not anything that it can't and won't go through. Um, I mean, the only problems that I've ever really had with it is I've broken axles or, you know, had a, a fuel pump go out just cause it sat for too long. So you, we, you, you have know, like the, the swamp version of a rock crawler, basically. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. We're not, we're not meant for speed. We're meant for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it ain't going, but maybe 30 miles an hour, but ain't nothing stopping. Yeah. Like it's, exactly. uh, it's like, Oh, is that speed of water? That's fucking cute. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> here, exactly. Your oxygen tank is right here. We're going to drive underwater for a minute. Like, keep have you ever done that? Up and keep it going. Have you done that? Have you made one that is completely submersible yet? Um, I mean, I've sunk my razor a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like if you keep the you keep the snorkels up and you keep it hammered down, I mean, you can't really screw them up. I mean, it's just they'll go all the way under the water. Now, what's what's really the most ridiculous thing that you've seen on one so far? Shit. I mean, there's really no limits to what you can do to these things. And people push the limits. I mean, I've seen right. well, subframes that Just are, like with cars and boats. Oh, 1,000%. I mean, like, I've seen subframes that, you know, people typically will lift something with, like, an 8-inch lift. And I've seen subframes that will put people, you know, 
10 feet up in the air and, you know, they'll have um, steps that are motorized that'll swing out from underneath a, you know, a, so a Polaris it's, Ranger. It's basically common man monster truck. It is. Yeah. If you can fab it, you can, you can build it. Right now. And that's kind of the thing as well is they're so easy to fabricate. 1000%. If, and I if mean, you know what Rednecks you're doing, of course. Yeah. Re shit. Rednecks have made miracles happen with duct tape and bailing wire. 1000%. Like, that, that is a total, total way of life in Texas, Louisiana, Arkansas, Oklahoma, like that little area. 1000. Yeah. yeah. You know how to do shit that you would never do anywhere else on the planet. Yeah. If you, if you get in a pinch, if you have a 10 millimeter socket and a freaking zip tie you're gonna probably be able to get out something <laughs> that's oh that oh i think i just got a new tv idea it's like bear girl <laughs> survival but you're getting fucked up shit you're getting a 10 millimeter socket a zip tie a roll of duct tape and some wd-40 you gotta survive in the swamp for three days come back yeah. and they've got like two gallons of moonshine and a little gator jacket <laughs> what y'all want <laughs> motherfuckers so um now at these <laughs> at these mud events, I'm sure you see some pretty out there people. What's probably one of the most redneck things you've seen? Ew, the mud crickets. What the shit is you... a mud cricket? That <laughs> sounds semi that sounds borderline racist, honestly. It's um I like to think that mud crickets are their own race. They are just I mean, they're the mud version of a truck slut. You know, these girls that Oh, you know, okay. It's like every big... every every little group like that has them. Like one thousand. Uh, my 1, my my friend, who's a professional wrestler, used to call mm -hmm. all the little ones that would go out to all the little shows. They call them ring rats. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We have mud crickets. You know, people out at the beach, like when we go do the go topless things and stuff like that. Those Which, are sand okay fleets. for the for the listeners that don't know what go topless is, it is an actual oh. go top. It is not like go topless, even though that does happen. But it, it a is lot. a jeep and off road. <laughs> like event in Galveston. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, no, down in Crystal Beach and it's insane. Every single year like something crazier and crazier happens. Yeah. To the point they're getting to the point where now they're talking about not letting it happen anymore. Yeah, they've been trying to throw around the idea of blocking it and making it to where they're not going to well, allow people on the beach. It just means people go further down the beach. That's all it means. They tried the yeah. same thing with, uh, I want to say it was like Alpha Weekend or something. And mm -hmm. all they did was just move down the beach. Eh, fuck oh, it. yeah. I mean, I they can, did. I a... can't be between here and here. Well, fuck you. I'm going to go over here. Exactly. Yeah. They did an entire Go Topless weekend. I think the same exact weekend this, this year in uh, Holly Beach over in Louisiana. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they'll just move it. Right. Like, those that want to go will find a way to go, period. 1,000%. So, okay, so you got these mud crickets, as you call mm -hmm. them. Now, what, yeah. what is, like, general mud cricket attire? How do you spot a mud cricket? Oh, God, these girls. I mean, they don't wear a whole hell of a lot. I mean, it's the skimpier, the more ass. They come in all shapes and sizes have you ever I mean, seen is... one that made you do a double take just like oh, oh God, every time God. <laughs> every time like you have to look at them and they're always the ones that want to be up on top of you know somebody's rig dancing tits out and they'll just show you their boobs for no reason i mean it's classy ladies we start like, like true class. oh i mean yeah the type you bring home to mama for sure <laughs> well that's where i meet mama oh uh, they all are mamas <laughs> 
Yes, which is, it, it is sad. It's sad. The little cheetah print tattoo on their shoulder and everything makes them look so cute. Oh, it's the butterfly tattoos on their titty. Yeah. Yeah, that when their <laughs> kid is that age, it will be a vulture and not a butterfly. Exactly. Why exactly. are your titties long, Grandma? Mudding. Just mud. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I kept showing them to people for beads. <laughs> the weight <laughs> of the beads just flattened them out, and then all mm -hmm. the cocaine just made them even smoother. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, Christ. Oh, those poor children. Because, like, yeah. some people bring their kids to that shit. They like, really do. I know some are more family-oriented than others. Now, is yeah. there any that you go to to where you're like, oh, no, I know this one's going to get out of control? There's only one mud park that I'll actually bring my daughter to, um, which is Mud Buddies over in Hallettsville. But, like, any of the big mud events, like Mud Nationals or, you know, um, you know anything at uh, River Run or, or to Extreme, because, you know, there's times and places for children, and that typically just isn't one. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. That's one of those, like, wow, if you bring your kids to this, you are, like, what's wrong? I'm not even what's silently wrong? judging. I'm saying it out loud. Yeah, I'm not being quiet <laughs> about this at all. I am visually <laughs> judging you. I am auto, auto, auditorially. That's the word. Yeah. Auditor Sorry, I drank tequila before this. That's an <laughs> on-running thing with these things is I get a little buzz before I, I do this. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you're just flat out judging them all around now. Okay. So oh, you, yeah. give me a breakdown. What's that one that you're like, holy God, this is going to be stuck in my brain for the rest. Like you're, you're probably rubbing your eyes afterwards, apologizing. Like, I'm sorry. I saw that. Like you can never get it out of your brain. One that is just so what the fuck that I got two of them that immediately pop in my brain. Okay. Come on. Give me, give, give me the situation one? on at least one of them. <laughs> One was two Mud Nationals ago um, over in Jacksonville. Um, we watched two girls scissor on top of a, uh, a rig. And I mean, like, literally scissored. It was in the, the middle of a mud thing pit. I've ever seen. In, in, in the middle of a mud pit. That just I mean, doesn't seem sanitary. Every bit of 22,000 people out there. So, and they're up on top of like a big ass rig. And, you know, there's lights and there's music. And I mean, you can't help but see them. So that immediately pops in my brain. And then the other wait, one. Wait, wait, was, wait, 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 wait. So, like, they're in the middle of a giant mud pit, just yeah. V to V going to town. 1,000. Uh, exactly like, that. Like, if where, it's just, that it's just, not yeah. Planned. It's not sanitary. It's that not would, at that point, you might as well just jump into water and do it. Like, uh. They did not. They did it uh, for God and all his people to see. Yeah, but even God was like, no, I'm not watching. No. <laughs> you guys no, are on your calls. own for about three minutes. And even yeah, the devil would be like, Probably one of the Whoa. sickest things I've ever seen. The However, <laughs> though, when I saw it, I immediately moved closer to where that bike was so I could go see. Right. Closer. You're like, if I'm going to see the train wreck, I want to see all of the train wreck. <laughs> I'm going like, to see everything. Yeah, I mean that's what Satan's doing. Say God's looking the other way for a couple of minutes, and Satan's over there going, "Hey, um, mm -hmm. can you move? I'm trying to get a video." <laughs> okay. So. My Snapchat story was good that weekend. Can you imagine somebody like going to that, and that's their first experience with that? Like you just kind of crest up over the hill and come down into this pit of mud, and you hear all the engines roar and all the people screaming, and then it's like. WWV going to town yeah. on each other. <laughs> it's so gross. 
so gross. Oh. I've never, I've never, that level of thirst is, it's a serious situation. Hey, I'm all for the, the, oh, yeah. no, be I mean, sexually however you want to be. I mean, but not in the middle of a mud pit, in the middle of 22,000 people. Do you think that it's appropriate to just palm a horse each know, other? It's, yeah, I just don't know that it would be the same without these girls, though. I mean, mud crickets, they their lives matter, too, you know? I need it's them true. at the, the, it the parties. Kind of boring. They keep things interesting. It would be boring otherwise. Yeah, mud crickets are important. They're a vital part of mud. Okay, mud. so so aside <laughs> from the WWE twins, um, yeah. what, do you, what was the other one you got? The other one was uh, my first go topless that we went to over in, in Crystal Beach. And, you know, everybody lines up down the beach, all these different kinds of Jeeps, big ass trucks, you know, the rednecks with paychecks guys go out there. Um, and of course, like we bring um, our razor and this guy comes rolling through on a four wheeler and he's got his girl drop down, got her eagle on spread in front of him up on the handlebars. And he's literally like going down on her as they're driving down the thing. And there's thousands of people that they're doing that in front of. That's kind of impressive. It was, you know, I mean, if I you got it, that's taking stunt driving to a whole new level. Like it, that's, it a, that's impressive. a genre of porn that I didn't even know about. And I consider myself <laughs> a somewhat of an expert. That's just a fetish that I didn't know people like, got down in. Wow. It, all erotica all the way. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. I mean, some of the things that you'll see out there, I mean, you can't help, but like, double take and say what the fuck did, did i that? just see what the fuck no 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 yeah no don't look how many times did you have to tell yourself don't look back don't look back oh, i had to stare i had to stare until they were fully out of my eyesight like now, are, like, are we talking sight. like just stare at these people like kind of eh, okay or are we talking like full-on open mouth breathe I open mouth breathe. Oh wow! Like getting my jaw out of the sand at that point because it had dropped so hard. It was wow. That's yes. uh, that's kind of messed up, man. That's kind of really <laughs> messed up. So um, <laughs> uh, okay. So like you said, or as I should say, as I fall out of my chair a little bit. <laughs> um. Okay. So like. You said that you take your daughter to one, and we've already covered that. Like you're just you're you are honestly one of the most awesome parents that I ever Aww. in my life. Like, thank you. Um, the one one of the few times that I did meet ki kiddo, it was for like for five seconds, and this was years ago. And I'm like, yeah, dude, that's literally then. like Gabby, but just smaller. <laughs> it's violent. Yeah, she it's, is. It's me scary. Makeover. It's scary to society yeah. and those that really know you. Um, <laughs> it makes me want to start to become a, a doomsday prepper, but I'm not sure. <laughs> There's another me running around. It's a version two. She yeah. Does, um, yeah. So, okay. So I ask all my parent friends this, we have dad moments for the guys. Okay. Mm -hmm. What's course. a mom memory you have like a dad oh. moment, but for a mom or you're just like, really kid, you really just tried that shit. I mean, that happens pretty much every day. I mean, she's she's not a bad kid by any means. I mean, I don't I haven't done a lot of really good things in my life, but somehow or another I nailed it with her. She's incredibly polite. She's, you know, 
well-mannered, well-behaved. Um, I, I don't have a lot of, you know, things to ever negatively say about her. No, no, um, I'm, I'm not saying negatively. I'm no, saying no, like no, something I mean, that like, just made you crack up laughing. Oh, I mean. Because she's well, hilarious. Of, she is a hilarious remember, kid. Oh, yeah. I always have to do my convos with Kylie on uh, on Facebook because I just never know what the hell's going to come out of her mouth. But I think my, my most favorite thing that, I guess maybe I got two of those that I got one a theory of them, on that, by the way, we'll get into later on the second half. Oh yeah. No, she, um, she had one day we were driving and a guy cut me off and she just, I mean, she was maybe three years old, like yelled out that juice bag. And I was like, yes, girl, that's, that's a juice bag right there. That's a juice bag. <laughs> we're going to, we're just going to call it juice. I will never call anyone a douchebag ever again. <laughs> They are nope. now juice bags from now on. Exactly. Oh, wow. So that's that. And then, I don't know. We had a conversation one day. I don't even know what the hell we were talking about. She literally told me that she didn't have enough fingers for something. And I was like, what? You have the recommended amount of fingers. I don't – why would you not have enough fingers for something? And it just <laughs> I, – I, I didn't like, even know how to respond. Why, why would you think that? That can go you, several different directions in this conversation. It was so confusing. Yeah. So I just never know what she's going to say. I mean, she keeps me pretty on my toes. That's I always awesome. have to tell her that she better marry Rich because she's a dingbat. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, I have a theory on that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so the apple didn't okay, fall far. Now, like, uh, uh, is there a vacation moment or something that just kind of sticks out in your brain that it's like, so far, I should say so far, because she is still younger. Um, uh, yeah. Just That's like far. I mean, like. One of those moments some, where you surprise. see her just completely and totally you. Um, When we went to Disney World, it was a match made in heaven. Like, there's not two happier people in that entire part or like in the entire area that were happier than Be her honest. and I. Did you did did you trip her trying to run after Minnie Mouse? No. <laughs> I'm afraid of people that are in like those kinds of costumes. Like I don't get near mascots what? or anything like that. No, I can't. Why not? Why? Okay, I'm you gotta explain so this one. Afraid. Why 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 do they creep you out? I just well because like you can't like I remember the first time I ever met Clutch from you know the Rockets. Yeah. He literally came behind my bar while I was bartending, and I was in tears because that person is inside of a costume. They know that you can't see their face; like they can do whatever they want. It gives them like a sense of freedom almost, and it freaks me the hell out. <laughs> so you're definitely not going to any of the furry conventions. Oh, gross! No, I couldn't do it. Yeah, those people have issues. They they have yeah. some some clip. That's a not creepy not shit. the right clip in their in their ammo bag. <laughs> We'll say. No. Uh, no. Wow, that's awesome. I might have to exploit that one day. Just be like, I got it. Everybody show does at, when they find show out. Show up at your work and like, I, no, no bullshit. When I was younger, I worked at a skating rink. And one of the jobs that I had to do was for the birthday parties, I had to go dress up in either this panda outfit or no. this, this dragon outfit and skate around with the kids. Nope. Yeah. You can take that shit to it the back. I'm not, I'm not like, done with that. Yeah, I didn't mind it, but it was straight up like 1940s Halloween costume look. Like it was all beat up <laughs> and shit. Like I <laughs> felt bad for like the kids because I'm. 
no, 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 none of it didn't stink or anything like that. It was just old and yeah. had been used all the time. So it was like <laughs> just this fucked up, grimy looking panda. It's like, oh, look, it survived the accident. That is grody. I could not. I, I, I won't even go to Chuck E. Cheese because I can't deal with the idea that that rat would come. Really? You can't go. Wait, you can't go to Chuck E. Cheese and even watch the robots in those things. You know, there's no people nope. in those things. Nope. I don't care. They still freak me out. <laughs> hey, everybody has their different little weird things. I don't like yeah. tight spaces. Yeah. Yeah, no, I just don't get down with uh, anything that remotely looks like a gorilla or uh, like a Chewbacca or a Yeti. And then I also just don't get down with people in costumes like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, could, I could see that where like all it would take would be one traumatic experience and that's fucked up for life. Yeah, that's it. That's all it takes. I mean, well, I'm, I'm pretty much afraid of everything anyway, though. So, I mean, those are just my two, like, big... Yeah, but you're just Cajun enough that you're like, oh, well, I'm <laughs> afraid of you, but I'm going to shoot you and put you in some gumbo. Exactly. Exactly. So, like, um, <laughs> what was it like? Now, did you grow up in Louisiana? Yeah. Yeah. I what was it like growing up work. there? Were you guys big on the hunting and fishing and all that? Like, yeah. is, it, is it like, I know... Some people have a view of what Texas should be when you go up. Because I was born in California. I lived in Oklahoma, and then I moved down here. So I experienced uh -huh. straight up West Coast. I've experienced the middle of, like, nowhere breadbasket America. And then I've been yeah. down here on the South Coast, in the swamps yeah. in the Southeast. Like, is it like everybody thinks it is to where it's like you guys literally just go out on the swamp and fucking – Go, go. I mean, we do. Everybody like immediately. Like you, your week, your weekend party is. Hey, let's go find something in the swamp, put some hot sauce on it, and cook it. <laughs> I mean, there's not many things that. I mean, if it, if you shoot it, you eat it. There. I mean, that's how I grew up. If you didn't plan on eating, except for armadillos, fuck those things. We kill those, and because they destroy your your ground, but. That's the only thing I and I've eaten an armadillo, but they're not good. Yeah, it's like raccoon. Yeah, I've eaten that too. Which that's so fucking weird that raccoon. It's black. <laughs> if you're if you're listening to the show and you've never eaten raccoon, it's fucking black. It's so <laughs> creepy, so creepy. And it's greasy and it's chewy. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's you an have to cook it really meat. a uh, specific way, but oh god, roast yeah. it. Yeah, the well, only way, but man. But then again, you fuckers out there in the Cajun territory, y'all eat that, what the shit is it called, that Nutria rat? We do. You eat yeah. a fucking rat! <laughs> I mean, that's everybody makes fun of me here because I like squirrel meat, and that's essentially a uh, rat, too. Okay, okay. I, can, I've, I got you. I've eaten rabbit. I've eaten squirrel. I've eaten uh, uh, shit. What's the other one? Gopher. That one sucked. Oh, I've that never one was eaten a gopher. It's horrible. To me, it was horrible. <laughs> uh, They're so tiny. Right, but like you guys catch fucking snakes and shit and go and make a fucking gumbo or a jambalaya out of that shit. I have never eaten snake. I oh, really? To, to, to knock that one down. I mean, I've, I've eaten bear. I've eaten, you know, mountain lion. Okay, now wait a minute. Uh, wait, 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 wait. What was bear like? Stinky. Stinky? Like it stinks when you cook it? Yeah, it stinks when you cook it. Yeah. Not a good smell. Mountain lion smells even worse. Really? I would not have thought yeah. of that. Well, because they're carnivorous. And so, like, when you cook that meat, it just, you gotta, you gotta cook it a certain way. Otherwise, right. it's just smelly. Oh, okay. I see. I could, I see what you're saying. 
mm-hmm. kind of like people. I mean, um, shark. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't eaten shark either. Shark is actually really, really good. The whole problem with shark is when you catch it, you got to bleed them or stuff to meat. But I've eaten shark before, and it is good. Um, My my personal favorite, I have to admit it, I I never tried this until I came down around near some Cajuns. uh, Alligator tail. It's so good. Oh, my God. It is my favorite. Like, I will go (laughs) to a restaurant, a Cajun restaurant, and get their alligator tail and if their fried alligator tail sucks i'll never go back to the restaurant ever like oh yeah there's just something about it that is so good yeah it's 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 pretty amazing and if you get a good ramelot sauce with it yes that's where it's at man right (laughs) yeah that's going to be in the next spelling beat use Mm -hmm. spell ramelot (laughs) ramelot that little (laughs) little kid's gonna get up there and go fuck you (laughs) okay your word is achafalaya Achafalaya. Wow. So, okay. So, like, it's not like, it's obviously not like what people think it is. Like, no, guys, we don't all live in a swamp and, you know. Right. But you guys. Everybody thinks that we do, though. Yeah. Thank you, Duck Dynasty, you pieces of shit. <laughs> um, Assholes. Swamp people. Thank swamp you for people. That. Yeah. I got a, a boomstick. <laughs> what? <laughs> you have a. You Boomsticks have a, aren't even big in Louisiana, they're big in Florida. Well, no, a boomstick. Um, yeah. Those, fuck those things. When <laughs> when you get to the point that the what you're hunting and fishing for straight up requires you to make a gun with no trigger, you just tap it. Fuck that. Go hunt yeah. something else. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> I mean, but gators are like oh, like so overpopulated over there in the in like the water areas. I mean, you have to they have to get you know tended to and hunted like really? access here. Yeah, they have a huge overpopulation now, problem. And wh- hogs too. I do know that. Like that's kinda, yeah, that's like, kind of just everywhere. Anywhere on the coast, and you're gonna have a problem with hogs. Yeah. Now, um, yeah, I do know that you you are an avid bird hunter. I am. Duck hunting is my most favorite thing to do in the whole wide world. Okay, look, here's the deal. I will admit, I tried duck hunting. I tried it two years. Two yeah. years? One year. Anyway, I tried it. <laughs> I, I've gone like duck. It? Okay, here's the thing I don't like about it. Um, and it was fucking cold. <laughs> um, number two. Fucking wet. It's fucking really cold. <laughs> it's fucking wet. I damn near had a heart attack trying to tramp my fat ass through the fucking woods. Like, here, we're going to put you in this yeah. spot that no other animal alive fucking goes to. You're going to have to carry 80 pounds of goddamn ammo to sit there for three hours. Do nothing. And hope that something flies by. Oh, and every once in a while, we're going to give you this fucked up kazoo to blow in. <laughs> that's what it yeah. is it's a fucked up kazoo i mean essentially and you have to know how to actually call because if you don't know how to call then you just sound retarded right then you're Can just you sitting that? there then you're sitting there in the bushes making weird noises with three other dudes in camo yeah yeah i mean yeah, like, much. okay so i had a really bad experience the first well not bad experience as far as hunting. one of the reasons that i don't go duck hunting aside from all those that i listed is <laughs> to me there was too much work for so little meat it's like crawfish love it don't get me wrong 
great flavor. But duck is like, you got to defeather it and all this shit. And you get this little bitty duck breast that you then well, got to. Like, that's for the people that just breast them, though. Like, I cannot stand. And, and everybody knows that if we go hunting, give me whatever we've shot and get the fuck away from me. Because I'm going to be the person that cleans it. Because otherwise, you're going to waste a lot of really good meat. You know, people that just breast dove, that hurts my heart. That hurts my whole soul because there's still a lot of meat on there that you're missing. Right, 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 right. I get you. I And that's one of my things. Honestly, when I go fishing, when I go hunting, whatever, I don't mm-hmm. cut and gut anything because I don't know technique. I will fully admit it. <laughs> Plus, I don't want to fucking vomit and ruin all the meat for everybody. <laughs> now, if it's life or death situation, yeah, fuck that. We're, we're going yeah. hardcore with this shit. But... It just every day. No, I will. I will particularly <laughs> seek people like you out and be like, "Hey, I'll do you want to go hunt? Do you want to go fish?" I will drag a two hundred pound fucking hog through the swamp back to fucking camp and go, "Here, Gabby, have fun." Ew. You know Hogs are the one thing I don't like cleaning because they smell whatever. so bad. Then deer. <laughs> I don't. Uh, whatever it is, deer, I'll fish, deer, nutria rat. I don't give a shit. If you're into that, <laughs> I'll pay for your bait. I'll drive. I'll fucking give you gas. None of that shit. Yes. I do not like to cut and gut at all. <laughs> and I, to me, it, don't get me wrong. There is an art to it. And it's awesome it to really see these is. guys that are like three cuts and they've just filleted a fucking 80 pound catfish. Like, what the yeah. fuck did you do? <laughs> I just cut it here and then cut it here and then cut it here and pull. And then they look at you like, why don't you understand that? <laughs> Can you not figure I'm I'm sitting here going, okay, um, I barely get all the chicken off of my chicken wings. And you, oh my God. you want me to take all of this and make it that. Okay. Entire, an entire organism and right. <laughs> turn it into food. I think if it absolutely came down to it, that's the only way that I would turn vegan is because I'd be like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just go eat a pine cone. I mean, oh. <laughs> I mean it's, it's, it's definitely worth it. And I mean, you know, when you go hunt and you kill something and you clean it and you cook it, it's, it's almost like it's just that much more fulfilling and, See, and, and there worth again, it. I'm, I'm on that boat. Like you won't have to cook a damn thing. I will cook it all. I love yeah. to cook. I'm, I My enjoy favorite. cooking, but like, nah, man, slicing it all up and that shit. Fuck that. That's all on you. I'll even give you the knife you can ever imagine. <laughs> well, see for a long time, like I, I didn't buy meat at the grocery store at all. If I didn't kill it, we didn't eat it. And that's how Kylie was raised for a long time before I even moved to New Braunfels. Right. Well, yeah. And that's, I just, I prefer that kind of meat, you know? Yes. I totally get it and totally understand. And in Mm -hmm. like when I go fishing most most times I do catch and release because it Mm -hmm. is available near me. I don't deplete the population if I have it near me, but exactly. If it comes down to it and I have to eat and I'm running low on fucking food and all I got is my fishing rod, guess what? I'm going to walk down the little creek and I'm going to find me something to eat. Exactly. Like now, if exactly. we're up in the mountains or whatever and I'm stuck and I run out of food, yeah, um, sorry, little pretty deer. I'm going to fucking shoot your brains out. <laughs> and then I'm going to eat you for the next deer. three months. Yeah, because there's so. tons of meat you can pull off of that. Right. Okay. Um, all right, guys, we're going to take a quick little break. We will be right back with round number two. It is time for some more tequila and um, I think maybe some more tequila and definitely more tequila. All right. We'll come back at you with round number two of the Little Bit Strange podcast. 
All right, we are back. It is round number two, Little Bit Strange Podcast, with the Cajun princess herself, Little Miss Gabby Duhon. <laughs> she paid me to I say that. Cajun is Duyon. <laughs> Duyon. Gabby Duyon. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you ever want to sound Cajun? Just go pronounce a 13th century French guy's name. <laughs> exactly. Or the guy exactly. who, who was it? The guy who wrote Three Musketeers? <laughs> Something like that. Oh, yeah. Those kinds of names. That's all Cajun yeah. shit. It, oh, hey, yeah. it's no worse than Hawaii. Some of the Hawaiian names. I don't know. Have you ever been to Hawaii? No, not yet. Hawaiian not alphabet only has like 13 letters in it. Holy shit. Yeah. They're like symbols. See, no, no, no. No symbols, no nothing. But it's like H-N-N-U-K-Y-A-N-N. And how do you pronounce that? Hala <laughs> What? Hala Avenue. Spell on me? What the shit? Like they have this shit. Uh, it's awesome. It's the greatest hangover food in the plant on the planet. It's called moco loco, and it's literally like rice, uh, a hamburger patty, and then a sunny side up egg with a little bit of cheese on it. That it's, sounds dope. Oh, dude, the best hangover food on the planet, without a doubt. Oh my god, I just got so hungry. I just got so hungry. But <laughs> yeah, but to but to uh, hear a actual Hawaiian order it. Oh my God! It's yeah. fucking hilarious. Hey, bro, I gotta get a moko loko and a little unjuju. Bro, the fuck did you just say? <laughs> did he have That's a stroke, awesome. <laughs> sir? Are you trying to swallow your tongue? Nah, bro. Whoa. Okay. It took me a, a little bit to kind of get used to how they pronounce shit, but it's hilarious. They lit for some of the highways. They have it's like Melakahana Hana Wan Parkway or H1 for white people. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, just, that would be about where I would have to be. Yeah, pretty much. It's like it's almost like a Chinatown. It's like, hey, here we go. You got the street sign in English, and then you got the street sign in Chinese. Ah, oh. shit. <laughs> so uh, I'd be lost. Yeah, speaking of hangovers and and the moco loco being the the best hangover food on the planet, I know that from personal experience. I have to, like, kind of relate a story out here to uh, the world. You are hands down responsible for one of the worst hangovers I have ever had in my life. And a lot I, of people can say that about me. Oh, no. I can say it without a doubt. The only hangover I've had that I can recall that was worse was when I had a New Year's Eve that I was working I was having a bad New Year's Eve for like the week oh. up to it. And when New Year's Eve happened, as soon as they passed out the champagne, I started drinking straight from the bottle. I ended up having oh three God. three bottles of mid-grade champagne. <laughs> the next day, I felt horrible. Horrible. Mm -hmm. Like, it felt like literally somebody threw up on two rabbits fucking in my mouth. <laughs> I always compare it to if I wake up in the morning, it, it tastes like a cat shit in my mouth. That's what I. Oh, I, I would. I would. Called. No, no, no. The champagne hangover. I prayed for that. I was like, please give me that for That's breakfast. Oh no. Mm -hmm. Your hangover is when we created this shot duo called a LARP shot. Yes. Do you remember this? I forgot about that. Okay, so I'm drinking. Drag give you a rundown of this, guys. I'm drinking Dragonberry rum. And you, for whatever reason, bring up a fireball. 
And yes. we both, like, you bought one for me and yourself, and I bought one for me and yourself. Well, I had two dragon bombs, which is dragonberry rum and all that shit. And then you yes. had the two fireballs. <clears throat> and I was like, screw it. Here we go. LARP shots. And the whole oh, reason, yes. the whole, I, we only did, like, four of them. But that's actually yeah. eight shots. Yeah. Uh, the whole reason I came up with that name, I, I still to this day don't know why it just popped into my head, was like some little cartoon of this nerd throwing a beanbag at a, at a, like a Comic-Con convention. <laughs> it was like a robot chicken sketch or something. And it was like, fireball! And then this yeah. dude who had a dragon tattoo just punched him in the face. Yeah. LARPers are weird ones. Okay, yeah. That was single. <laughs> that was the second worst, I will say for sure, second worst <laughs> hangover I have ever had in my life. Like, literally, my neck, <laughs> my neck hurt. I don't know why my neck hurt. Were you like, throwing up? I, not really. Not not really. Like I think yeah. I fell asleep like like a a, a a demented cat or something. Like half of me was up, the other <laughs> half was down. I have one foot on the floor. Somehow oh, my, my right arm is in the pillowcase. <laughs> Like, that's true. I wish that wasn't true, but that's true. Awesome. Somehow my right arm ended up in the pillowcase, so when I went to white face, I slapped myself in the face with the pillow. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is the start of a bad fucking hangover. Like, oh, yeah. I stumbled into every corner going to the bathroom. Like, I was human ping-ponging it. Not because I was still drunk, just because my eyes wouldn't open. No. It was like, oh, no, that's no. Any, bi any bit of light hurt. <laughs> That sounds like an average morning after of drinking with me. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say it was the same night that you tried to surprise me and came up behind me and put your hands over my eyes and in the process oh. jabbed me in the eye and pulled your hand back with my contact on your finger. Yes. I will be taking your retinas with me. <laughs> yes. I mean, hey, friendship means scars. That's the what. That's exactly. the real. Whether they're emotional, mental, or in your case, physical. <laughs> I did it with love, though. I missed so it with love. What was one of your worst hangovers that you had? Oh like, my have you ever God. had one that you're just like, oh my God, this, no more. Please, no more Jesus. Well, it, ah, shit. I guess the one time, well, actually, I don't know if you remember this. When I got to uh, take the, uh, the big metal box to the hospital because I got to leave the bar, um, I had been drinking Goldschlager and champagne all night. Oh, and I yes. went and I, I just... Oh, that that I bet that one was bad the next day. It was really bad. No. Really bad. Did they like pump your stomach and all that shit? Yes. Okay. See, at that point, I don't really count those hangovers. Like that's just a bad I just trying not to die. <laughs> that yeah, that's just a bad drinking experience. Like on yeah. on a previous episode, I believe one of my best friends ever talked about the first drinking experience he ever had where he was sucking down premium Long Island iced teas and following them up with a shot of Tawaka. And he did it like five yeah. times. Oh. And get, basically gave himself alcohol poisoning. Yeah, He's that's like, horrible. That's real? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, way that's real. It's real. I think uh, other than that. Yeah, I, I'm talking one where you didn't have to have EMS called. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. Actually, I was kind of, I kind of mentioned this to you earlier, um, a funny story that I had had. So I, this was, 
actually not that long ago, it was when Tiger King came out. I was obsessed with Tiger King. And <laughs> so, so was everyone. I, yeah. And so I would go take a bath, like a bubble bath, and I would have a glass of wine, and I was sitting there just hanging out. Well, I thought it would be a bright idea to eat a, a gummy. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> so I ate a gummy, and then I came out of the bathroom, and that's when I went and told um, – my, my boyfriend, I was like, hey, I'm determined to make you watch Tiger King with me because he was he was hell-bent on not watching it. He finally, like, gave in, and we sat down. We started watching it. Next thing I'm you know, he's hooked. <laughs> I, I, yeah, exactly. I'm pouring glasses of wine, and I'm, I'm drinking red wine, and, I, you know, I've got this gummy course in through me. Red the wine and morning, a gummy. Holy shit. The next morning, I wake up, and all I have is a shirt on. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> what went down last night? I have no recollection of the night before. He proceeds to roll over and go, how are you feeling? And I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> what did I What did I do? <laughs> well, apparently that gummy and that red wine mixed together and decided um, that I hated Carol Baskin with a purple passion. And I sat there and cried on the couch because I hated Carol Baskin <laughs> so much. <laughs> and he was just like you were the worst he was like you were so upset and then you were mad at me because i didn't hate carol baskins as much as you he was like i didn't even know how to deal with you (laughs) wow that's how you know the show was done so well is that people get that invested in it (laughs) granted it takes half a bottle of red wine and a gummy but oh no that was the other thing it was two bottles of red wine that i apparently overserved yes so you were you were going way off on multiple platforms here. I, you know, I shoot for the stars. Do it big or don't do it at all. You know? I will have to admit, in all the years that we have been drinking and hanging out together, that has been pretty much your motto. Like, it's either going <laughs> to jump in both feet and figure this shit out as I sink, or just going to sink. Yeah, like, it's just a shit storm. Pretty it's bad. Much. Well, now, okay, so let me ask you this. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be. I'm not. I, I don't want you to think that this is about you. What is the best female version of a walk of shame that you've ever heard about? Because I know that like um, a lot of people. When I first met you, you were working at a little bitty bar. I don't even know if it's still around called Stadia. And yeah. it was literally it was hilarious to sit at the corner of that bar and watch you be the psychologist and everybody's little go to. It was like you just walk up and go, hey, can I get you another beer? And then they're telling you their life story. Yeah, I I got some pretty yucky. And I had one that came from a gentleman that proceeded to tell me about how he had gotten a mouth molested the night before. Where a man put his piece in the dude's mouth while he was sleeping and he woke up and just went with it. That was his walk You don't just go with that. At that point, you don't go with that. Unless you're already going that way, you don't just go with that. That's not like a, oh, sorry, kind of woke up. Might as well let him finish. I don't want to be rude. Since we're here, why don't you go ahead and do more? And that was one one of the few times that I actually could not control my face in talking to a bar customer and trying to be, you know, that genuine psychologist, so to speak, as right. you know, as a bartender is. Okay, I so, can do so it. back back to the original question. What's the best <laughs> female walk of shame that you've ever heard? Like 
she wakes um, up and walks out into his mom or some shit. Like, just... I don't know that I think that I've ever had... I mean, I've had a girlfriend that her roommate wasn't at the house and she was locked out and she had to sleep outside of her apartment. <laughs> she couldn't call but anyone? They, like, just... She didn't have anybody to get her into her house. And I was just she like, couldn't call someone you- to let them let her crash on their couch i don't know that she even thought about it <laughs> like that seems like that would be one of the, the first thoughts and let, well i mean was it like in springtime brothels that's that's a nice temperature time of year lovely time no it was winter oh wow so she's the just dumb yeah okay awesome no offense <laughs> the blonde to your, thing. no 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 offense to your friend now, I will admit, like like you said, some of the stuff that you see and hear in the bar business is just crazy. And when I first met you, my friend invited me out to a fantasy football draft there. And you yes. were bartending. Yes. There was just a few people over there or whatever. And I walked up to get a drink, and this dude kept trying to holler at you. And apparently, <laughs> <coughs> you had just had enough of this dude. And I... I Ver, I don't want to say it was verbatim, but it was something along the lines of, I walked up and asked for a Coke. This dude starts trying to holler at you while you're helping me. And you literally set my Coke down and go, hang on one second. And turn to this dude and be like, motherfucker, the only way that I will ever get in your pants is if you're sucking my dick. So tell your wife, <laughs> shut the fuck up and leave me alone. something along those lines it was just one of those it's like everybody and it was perfect timing because all the tvs went quiet for commercial break Uh, nobody's talking and then you just went back and filled my coke up and handed it to me in my brain no bullshit in my brain this is 100 truth um in my brain i'm sitting here and i literally went that woman will either be my wife or that woman will be one of my best friends and day i die but she is amazing <laughs> yeah the uh the notorious um abuse that everybody paid for at my bar oh my god oh my <laughs> god like some dude would come up and order some weak ass shot and he'd be like really is that all you want for your pussy yeah wow <laughs> wow yeah they get would... the sand out of your vagina <laughs> yeah no shit i mean some of the was there ever a moment like that that really stuck out to where you were just like you you oh, remember yeah. just putting somebody in their place, because that Saturday was the thing. Morning. That that was it. Was thing. always college football. I'll I'll old big Nate rest his soul. Miss that big guy, but love he, him to uh, death. He would come in and he would just talk shit to me all the time, and he would do it in a way that he knew he was going to get rises out of other people. And on this particular Saturday morning. I had a bunch of people that I didn't know at my bar. They eventually all became regulars because of this particular moment. But he came in and he would always be like, oh, you bum, you know, just calling me all sorts of names. This particular day, he goes, Gabby, one of these days I'm going to string you up upside down and I'm going to fuck the shit out of you with a dildo wrapped in barbed wire. And all these guys just like look up (laughs) from the bar and like stare at me. And I didn't even miss a beat. I just looked at him and was like, Nate, I would rather fuck a relative than let you touch me. And after that, every single one of those people were at my bar all, all the time. <laughs> that, that is true. That was, I, I do remember there, like, that was one, to me one of the best things about going to that bar. And you, 
it's just your great sense of humor and your your great mental timing that and the the cajun i don't give a fuck attitude <laughs> like it was hilarious to watch these little wannabe like yeah slick smooth shit talking badasses just end up tucking tail and going back and sitting down with like their girlfriend or some shit that was a fun one is when they would be there with like their wife or something and then they would oh i'm gonna go check out the score of the game and then come over to the bar and try and hit on you thinking that you didn't know that they're sitting over there with their wife and three fat kids Exactly. Exactly. It's like I know everything that's going on. <laughs> I, it's like, dude, I can literally see you anywhere you are in this building outside the restroom. Like, exactly. Are you fucking stupid? <laughs> I miss that sometimes. I, I I used to be really quick on my feet when it came to roasting people. I love oh, doing that. <laughs> man, just I can't I can't explain the 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 pride i felt as a as a friend of yours like being like yeah that's my friend my friend can shit talk with like <laughs> all right watching you just these guys in their place man it was so hilarious yeah but, i mean there again like i said like i said that was because of your good personality and your i don't kind of <laughs> really give a fuck attitude which <laughs> i mean there there's nothing really wrong with that i'm shit and makes you motivated and driven sometimes Hey, I made good money off of it. <laughs> true, true. Made some. Uh, I'm sure you made some interesting uh, people along the way. Oh yeah. Both yeah. good, bad, and in between. Oh yeah. Um, is there ever like a, a bar moment that sticks out in your mind as like, I can't believe this is really fucking happening while I'm working at this bar. Oh yeah, I had a I had a guy get drunk and he was like a longtime friend of mine got drunk and got mad at me because of something I said and threw an entire a brand new beer in my face. And I'll never forget that because at that point it was like, all right, I'm not stopping anybody from beating your ass in this bar now. <laughs> yeah. At that point it's like, Oh, you're just going to get you're what you deserve. <laughs> you ruined a beer, you bitch. <laughs> I can picture you saying some shit like that. Like not what the fuck or are you kidding me? No. Just be like, you I wasted a beer, silent. you asshole. I went completely silent, just picked up my, my arm, pointed at the door, and I was like, out. And that was it. And everybody just kind of stared at me like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. She's being dead silent. That's even scarier than her screaming. Yeah, she's she's figuring out which way she has to cut you up to make you disappear the easiest. <laughs> exactly. I mean, she's already admitted on the show she likes cutting and gutting shit. You're nothing but a big chunk of meat to her, you dumbass. No, nothing can be held against me in this. Right, 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 right. It's total privacy. Not really. <laughs> uh, so now, while you, when you've been at the bars and all this, I'm sure you've had guys try and hit on you constantly. Oh, yeah. What was, oh, yeah. was there ever, like, a pickup line that stuck in your mind that was either just, A, so damn funny that it was like, man, that's, I got to give you credit on that. Or was just so horribly bad that you had to laugh? Uh, no. I mean, I wish. That's like the people that get the really rowdy Tinder profiles. I just want to be on Tinder so I can look for those profiles. <laughs> True. I, mean, I don't, I don't want to be hit on. I just want to stare at people because I like to watch and, like, see the catastrophes that people go through. But I never really got any weird, like, pickup lines. People That's because were all most just... of them were scared of you. 
<laughs> there was, I mean, I guess there was that. I mean, I don't Let's know. Let's be real. I, you're I, what? Five foot five, five foot six. I'm five one. Oh, you're five one. Wow, you shrank. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're five foot one of Cajun Fury and Thunder, aka. No, I. It would be like, yes, ma'am. Um, can I please hit on you? No. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> okay. It's a pleasure doing business with you. I'm glad. I'm glad I could embarrass myself for you. I'll be over here if, if I can do it again. Bye. Okay, bye. Yeah. See you later. Uh, no, I don't really have any of those. I mean, I wish. That'd been fun. Right. Okay. I love a good, I love a good, you know, somebody making a fool of themselves. Fair enough. Fair enough. Was there ever, <laughs> like, anything? Well, I'm trying to think. You know what? No, scratch that. Thinking's not good for me right at this moment. <laughs> The tequila field thinking. Yeah, yeah. Tequila, tequila, <laughs> and thinking do not necessarily mix very well. Uh, not a handy situation. Okay, so generally on the shows, right before we close out the show, we like to ask um, a few different questions. Uh, and last episode, we got a really good suggestion from from my guest. We used to ask yeah. the same scenarios. Well, we're going to start to kind of switch them up, so it's not necessarily you can't really plan for what I'm going to ask you. Oh boy! <laughs> no, you'll you'll actually dig this because of what you do and how you've grown up. Okay, so what we do is we like to pick like uh, we're gonna start picking uh, um, a different event. It could be a natural disaster. It could be a man-made event. Any any number of things, right? Mm -hmm. And we want to know what would your first forty-eight hours? What would be the one thing that you look for the most? What would be the one thing that you have to do, no matter what? Okay. okay. For example, I'm not going to ask you this one, but like, for example, before we've asked about like a zombie apocalypse, like if it happens in the first first 48 hours of a zombie apocalypse, are you looking for shelter? Are you looking for weapons, food, yeah. like that kind of stuff, transportation, whatever we want to know kind of what you would do. So okay. now we're switching it up a little bit and you get to be the first little experiment on this. So okay. have you ever heard of the term uh, electromagnetic pulse, EMP? Yeah. Okay. So our scenario here for this one is basically an EMP of some sort, be it man we'll, – we'll say it's not even man-made. We'll say it's like uh -huh. a natural event that causes an EMP worldwide. Uh -huh. So everything electronic is down. It's done. It's gone. Done. What are you doing in the first 48 hours? I am actually in internally like – kind of torn up that you just asked me this because fun fact about me my dad is a prepper oh wow awesome <laughs> oh then you got my, this is gonna be cool we gotta get we gotta do another episode and get i'm i'm gonna i think here soon i'm gonna start doing like duos episodes we'll get yeah. him on here and have you two talk oh my god my dad's the best but he specifically um is a prepper because of the idea or thought process that an emp would go off they just okay. built a brand new house that's a, it's a full Faraday cage all through the entire house. Oh, um, ooh, so I he's actually been given specific instructions on what to do if an EMP goes this, off. This is crazy. I literally just pulled that scenario <laughs> out of a hat kind of thing. Like, that's so awesome. I have, okay. I have a full 48 hours. Okay. Yeah. What, 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 what's, your, what's your ideals? What's, what's your plan? So, I mean, you know, in the event that an EMP would go off, that means everything is down. Um, 
phones, computers, everything. And that includes the computers that are in your vehicles. Unless you, st- you happen to know about like the old steel body dodges, the things that before computers went into, you know, right. carbureted like engines. And yeah. Stuff like that. The old carbureted engines. You want something that's got a carburetor that you can get a hold of. And so the idea is to find one of those immediately. Right. Get a, right. A get me an old, I, I want like an old 1989, gmc truck exactly and so i've got to get one of those and the immediate thing that i have to do is head towards my parents house um when i get to my parents house we have everything already like food um ammo you're never you know more than a foot away from a gun at any given time in that house okay now Uh, so so you're looking for a place to kind of hold up some like shelter um yeah a a way to get to shelter but shelter is the 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 first place that you're going for yeah absolutely now with that now what if what if you can't make it there in 48 hours then that means i get to reroute and turn my house into a compound of sorts that wait 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 i get started so so hang on hang on hang on (laughs) so um so your plan is to go to their place but if you can't make it to their place you're just gonna stay at your place so still shelter yeah yeah okay i mean like i'm i'm completely if i'm if i've got my ammo and i've got my guns i i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be short on food at any time ever so i'll be set for that and i mean i just need to make sure that i can keep clean water going and that's it. I'll, nice. I'll be I'll be fine. And then we can just turn this into the purge. Bring it on. <laughs> yeah. I got some aggression <laughs> to get out, motherfucker. <laughs> right, now, what's the okay? So let's let's th- twist this a little bit. We're working on this and kind of kind of figuring out how we can make this an interesting dis- uh, types of discussion. Um, what is the one thing that you think you think people won't consider? Like, what's the one thing that so many that you think is going to be the number one overlooked aspect of an EMP going off? Um, I mean, people aren't really going to know what to do with themselves when there's no electricity. There's no, I mean, anything. I mean, people are going to freak the hell out. And I mean, it's just like you know the Corona situation. Yeah, well, people no. better hope they've got their toilet paper stocked up. <laughs> but see, that's a little bit different. We still had electronics. Just from a, um, a, a what-the-fuck standpoint, think about how many parents will literally snap and kill their kids because yeah. they ha- their kid doesn't have the tablet to pay, play on. They actually yeah, have to interact. Have to interact. Yeah. Which, yeah. yeah. Um, we were, I was talking with this about, uh, or about this with some friends, and I was just trying to get like a consensus of what people would do. And one of the things that came up was like the mass electronics that, regulate a lot of safety stuff i.e nuclear power plants airplanes in the sky a dam that's keeping a valley full of a hundred thousand people from flooding yeah those types of things will fail quickly too yeah they'll it'll all fall apart and you know i mean it's just it's 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 almost kind of really scary to think about if you really know enough about an emp and everything that it'll shut down i mean the world could just collapse right well the, the to me the death toll alone just from hospitals would be insane. think about how many people are dependent upon electricity just to live yeah and now hospitals do have backup generators and all that for most cases but an emp 
if it's not it would knock everything out yeah it's, it would it's matter. done it's it's fried your electronics you're done you yep. have to have something that has no electronic components yeah like, well and see that's like kind of the magic of my dad's house is you know it's full faraday cage and it's got backup generators so the house is prepped and ready for for something like that to go off we'll still have right. everything in there right and i mean there's always the factor of human people and how crazy they're gonna get and how quickly they'll get that crazy because once yeah. you start seeing everyone you know drop like flies, you're mentally going to break. Yeah, and, and, I mean, and like the, it's a fight or flight situation. Well, I mean, like... And Darwin's theory goes into effect. The weak will weed themselves out. Oh, it, mentally. That's, again, like, like I said, we discussed zombie apocalypse before on other mm -hmm. episodes. And that was one of the things that I thought nobody ever really talked about was the weak will get weeded out if there's a, a very quickly a an antagonistic aspect like zombies for example they'll get weeded mm -hmm. out even faster because oh yeah then you have something that's predator like being a predator on them it's like yeah. we're a bunch of fucking deer and they're the lions that don't fucking stop that are like hey huh, i'm gonna eat you exactly mine. Like, <laughs> i hate to say it but chunky people build your cardio Exactly. Like no, cardio, sure. ca zombie land had it perfect. Cardio, cardio, cardio. <laughs> but it's true. And it's all the, these anti gunners. Good luck. Keep staying safe. You know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you better hope you know how to swing an axe or a machete then. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, that's the thing. Like with an EMP, then it's going to be the the crazy of people that's going to yeah. come out, and that'll take. I think that would take a little bit longer, but it will still get crazy really quickly because. Think about how many people, all of a sudden, they don't have the pills that they want for their brain or they need. Yeah. Um, yeah. How many How many people have slow diseases, like, uh, I hate to say it like this because my dad is one, uh, diabetics. Yeah. Once their insulin supply will only last so long. After that, exactly. if you don't have a way to find it, I'm sorry to be cold-blooded, but you're going to fucking die. Yeah. It becomes a very, very primitive situation where you either have the things that you need to keep yourself alive or you're you're going to die. Right, right. I, I plan on starting a society that is based upon whoever can pee the highest is the ruler. <laughs> That's beautiful. Like I don't I'm, know if I can I don't know if I can get into that. Oh no, there's there's well, I mean, it would be a council. It would be a council of people. <laughs> um and you would have to have a female member and females it goes for distance, not height. Because we are oh, different, yeah. but we're the same. Yeah. I got a power stream. I could do it. I could get into that. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. If you if you got a 10-yard bullseye shot, you might just get retirement for life. Damn. <laughs> Done. You ain't got to do shit. That's awesome. And then when people walk up and be like, how do you determine who leads? Well. <laughs> it's about to get weird. <laughs> Don't judge. Don't judge. <laughs> this is what we do. Some. Get hey, in man, or get out. Yeah, hey, dude, no, no bullshit. Sometimes weird shit like that has happened through history and has developed into certain things. Like, um, I know you're a big fan of Netflix and, and documentaries mm -hmm. and stuff like that. There's one that they have out there right now called Home Game. And the very I saw that. The very first episode is on something that I put on my bucket list a few years ago when Vice News did a story on it. It's uh, called mm -hmm. Calico Storica, I think is how you pronounce it. Uh -huh. And it's basically bare knuckle MMA meets soccer with a little bit of rugby thrown in. What and the fuck? oh, dude, it is brutal. I'm talking they full on fight, 
full That's on wild. fight nonstop for like an hour and a half. Um, I, I, I couldn't do that. Oh, I, I highly recommend go checking it out because they not, not only do they, do they talk about, um, uh, uh, Calico Storica, but they also talk about like, uh, the Scottish Highland games, um, and a few different other like games that are played in the world that it's like, oh, wow, that's pretty fucking cool. Um, yeah. Uh, but this Calico Storica, it's been played since the 1400s. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about it was it was actually created because an invading army was coming in. So uh-huh. the Flo- it's in Florence, Italy is where it's held. So there's four neighborhoods in Florence. They all got together and created this quote-unquote game. That's well, insane. They literally just said, fuck it. If we've got this, this invading army coming in, we're just going to cut loose and be like, hey, yeah, we do this shit for fun. If you want to come fuck with us, come on and fuck with us. A perfect example of show them you're crazy. <laughs> right, right. Show them how crazy you can get. But it's been around longer than modern Olympics. That's like wild. It's, it's one of the oldest sports out there, and it's insane. They get paid nothing, absolutely nothing to play. They are treated like kings if they make the team. If they win, they're treated like a king for life. That's awesome. Like, there's one dude in that in that home game. He literally took his pregnant wife when she was having his son into the city limits of this neighborhood that he plays for. Like uh-huh. he was you have to be born in the neighborhood to be able to be part of the team too. Like there's little tricks oh. to that. So he moved his family way away because he got a good job. He literally took his pregnant wife back to the neighborhood so that his son could be born in the neighborhood and play later in life if he wanted to. That's really cool. I mean, it's weird shit like that, but I highly recommend it. I'll have to it. check it out. So um, thank you so much for doing this. I really do appreciate it. I'm so glad. It. Thanks for having um, me on. Again, man, uh, what's the name of the company you work for? Gage Powders. Gage Powders. Go check them out. They do great, great work. Um, other than that, man, I hope you're doing safe. You're you're doing well. I need to make it up that way and come hang out on the river. Yes, once they allow we've been again. talking about that for ages. Once once they allow it again, I think they will. If nothing else, I'll bring the kayaks up there and we'll go kayak fishing. Hell yeah, that'll be super so, fun. Um, other than that, Gabby, stay safe, man. Thank you for all the great memories, all the fun stuff. Um, the scar on my retina, <laughs> uh, the damage to my the damage to my kidneys <laughs> and liver. <laughs> So, uh, be safe. Take care of yourself. We'll see you next time around. We'll get you back on here in a few, few episodes. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. We'll see. We'll see. I'll come up (laughs) with another scenario. Hopefully your dad hasn't prepped for that one too. Exactly. All right, Gabby, take care. Be safe. (laughs)